Welcome to Gen Z Wise, the safest place online to break taboos and get answers to our generation's biggest struggles. Is this recording? I think hey, so. Yeah, okay, so maybe we should introduce ourselves. Hi. Hi, I'm Mariana. <laughs> I'm Gudelina. And what are we doing here? We're trying to answer some questions. We are trying to answer some questions of Generation Z and some struggles we go through, but do we have any qualifications for them? Not at all, but we're going to try to do it anyways. Yeah, I think like our goal, our main goal is to try to answer questions that we question ourselves as Gen Zs and we think that most people just struggle with them. So we try to find answers and we're gonna give them to you. Well, maybe not give them to you, but give you a new perspective and a new point of view to question things in your own life. Well, if you can think about your life and you can figure out the answers by yourself. To yourself, because this is just very our perspective, I guess. But we give you the tools, I think that's the main thing. So, what are we going to talk about today? Well, we're going to talk about why are we afraid of rejection? Oh, that's cool. I think we should also talk about why we can't move forward and we get stuck to past events. Yeah, so, I think that's it. Yeah, so how would it start? Why are you afraid of rejection? <laughs> are you afraid of rejection? I am afraid of rejection. Why am I afraid of rejection? Well, that's a tough question. I think it's about how I was raised and in the environment I was raised. I think that's like the main root of why I'm afraid of rejection. But like rejection in what sense? Because this can go just so many ways i think it's in a general sense uh, both in relations like with other people not just uh, love relations but with friends as well and also career-wise i think the scope is very broad yeah i think about it a lot in career-wise because i think that's the place where we are at right now like we graduated last year we've been graduated for one year now and well, speak for yourself, I've been <laughs> graduated for like six months. Well, anyways, you're still in that phase <laughs> where you're like, I want this thing. I think about this a lot, you know, like there's this dream job I have, for example, but I always think, oh, I can't get it. So I'm not gonna, even going to apply because I'm going to be rejected. And I think this is like, this is just one way of saying it and one aspect of it. But I think that overall, you're, you just self-reject yourself from things that you think you cannot get. No yeah. one told you that. Like, yeah, absolutely. I think sometimes we, we forget that the no is always there. So we should always try to do more than the no because we're always going to have the no granted. So. Yeah, but I think like the most successful people are the ones who just challenge the status quo, you know? They go yeah. against the no, they go against the walls. They jump out of the cliff without thinking twice. Yeah, sometimes they die. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes they can get, they can just do they amazing things. Yeah. Like, you know, you were talking about being raised, and I think that's really interesting. Because I think our generation specifically, and obviously, like, we have the perspective from being Portuguese, of course, even yeah. though we've been living abroad. But it's like, we are raised in a way that we're supposed to stay home the longest time possible because we're saving up. You know? Yeah, absolutely. That, that makes everything like our comfort zone is being home, is not taking too many risks because like our parents are doing our laundry. Like I've been living alone since I was 16, but in general, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so your parents are still doing your, yeah, your laundry. So. Are, actually, we do laundry separate, separately in our <laughs> house. So I do my own laundry, but yeah, I don't cook. Yeah, but I think that's yeah. I think that's why people are so scared of taking risks because you've been just been given the give the easy way. I think in my personal case, like my dad is an entrepreneur, which is something that has marked me immensely yeah. because he has taken a lot of risks in his life. 
and he has gotten out the I other think way. It reflects a lot in you because you're also an entrepreneur. And I think aspiring, <laughs> aspiring entrepreneur, sure. Um, but it reflected on you. But for example, my yeah. parents are not entrepreneurs; they're corporate yeah. people. And somehow I think that the safety of being in a corporate or in a firm and not having your own business mm -hmm. kind of reflects in myself too. The yeah. comfort of being, you know, in a safe environment where you have rules that someone set up for you. Mm -hmm. It's kind of my reflection and you have your reflection about being an entrepreneur, for example. You have to do your own game and plan the things and just go out there. So, yeah, I think that comes to the point that we were talking about, being how we are raised and how we live tr during our child childhood. And yeah, I think it sums yeah. up to that. Yeah, because I've always been raised by the just this guideline that... I always have the no, you know, so as I'm sitting in the couch looking at the opportunity that I want, I have the no, but I'm trying to get to that opportunity, I still have the no, but when you try, you have the no plus you have the maybe, which might or might not turn into a yes. So when you try, you just have more opportunities and I think this is what people should think about, you know. I mean, I get what you're saying um, and I completely agree with you, but sometimes it's, it's hard. I was not raised like that. Um, I didn't know how to listen for a no. Uh, I'm an only child. I think that's part of the problem too. <laughs> I'm an only child. So um, yeah, listening to no's was very hard for me. It still is. Um, but we were discussing this previously um, before the podcast about rejection therapy. And I think mm -hmm. that helped me a lot. And for those that don't know, rejection therapy is pretty much... Just go out and ask for stuff on the street. And I think this is incredible. You go out and ask for stuff. It can be a pen. It can be uh, for help to do something to strangers. And you will listen to so many no's. And the first few no's, you will get really upset and really sad and probably frustrated with yourself. But after like the 10th no, you're just like, okay, it's just another one. And I'm going to use this to bring myself and to lift myself up. And I'm going to use this to motivate myself. So... I think that even if you're not raised with your perspective, you mm -hmm. can still educate yourself to, you know, be more friendly with a no. Yeah, definitely. But I also think that even though you have an education, you still have to, it still has to be yourself that you need to put yourself out of your comfort zone and search for rejection. So then yeah. the rejection can turn into excitement and can turn into opportunities. I did this thing while in college, I did this, I think, like every year, where I would get these small rejections, and I signed up for this volunteer place, where you'd go to the supermarkets and give plastic bags to people. Yeah, and I so did that too. Yeah, like I think a lot of people do <laughs> I it. think all the Portuguese people do that. Yeah, and then you have to just get the bags, and people have to buy food, so then you donate them to charity, and you'd give, you'd give out like 100 bags, yeah. and then 10 people would accept them, so you'd have like a 10% successful rate. And I don't know, like in the beginning, it's scary. People look back at you, they, they're like, no, and they ignore you. And you're like, I'm worth nothing. And you're rejected so many times that after that, you don't care anymore. Yeah. You're like, I don't care. I'm going to go to as many people as I can because the ones who accept it are the ones who matter. But yeah. the more rejection I get, it means also the more success I get. Yeah. I think now you've touched like an interesting topic that also goes along with getting stuck to past events like for uh -huh. example sometimes you get the no and then you may get another yes 
but you wanted the the person that said no to you so badly that you can't move on and accept the yes. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes you just you get stuck there at the no's and don't accept the yeses. I think that's very important to take notes and to actually pay attention to it because, like you said, it's the yeses that matter. You don't yeah. count the no's. Yeah, I, I, I like when I started applying to jobs, I was getting so many rejections. Like even today, I got a rejection <laughs> of like this job which I applied to in October. At least you got rejections. It's been Sometimes almost one year. Get... It's been one year. Should I be waiting <laughs> for that job? Like you just need to diversify. You need to shoot in as many directions as you can. Yeah. Because who cares? If you got one job, you got that one job. Even though you got like 3,755 rejections. Like who cares? You made an effort. You got that job, you know? Yeah. I, I think that that's, that goes along with getting out of your comfort zone, you know? Mm -hmm. because diversifying all the possible answers that you can get and everything that you can do sometimes implies that you get out of your comfort zone and you may not be willing to do that because you're scared mm -hmm. of dipping your feet in the water or something like that or just not brave enough at that moment but I think that getting out of your comfort zone also gets you more comfortable with rejection definitely and I also think I've read Atomic Habits Mm -hmm. last week and it's an amazing book that says something that's really interesting which is basically that we want to change something and we have to go to all this mountain in order to change it like thinking oh I need to do this I want to change my diet for example and you're like every day okay today I'm gonna be healthy like you need a major change in your life instead if you rephrase things and you realize that the human nature is lazy we yeah. are lazy. It's yeah. not like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to wake up, I'm going to change my entire life. I'm lazy, so I need to put myself in situations in which I'm forced to be brave, in which I'm forced to do things. To not be you lazy, know? yeah. Exactly. You cannot want to wake up every day from the same side of the bed and do your same routine, hang out with the same people and hope to be a different person, you know? I think for me, when, was when after high school, when I graduated, I did this inter... This, no... What was it? I did this interrail with my friends and we traveled in Italy for two weeks and then they wanted to go back home. And I was like, I don't want to go back home, you know, I want to travel more. <laughs> so <laughs> that's super me, but I guess it was the first time I ever traveled alone. And you know, the first two days I felt incredibly lonely. I was yeah. alone. I didn't speak with anyone. I didn't know how to speak to people, like people yeah. out of my group of friends. And then I was like, you know what, today I'm going to make friends. Like, I don't care if people look at me like I don't want to be your friend or they just tell me no. I'm going to try because if I don't try, I'm going to spend two weeks alone. So I was kind of forced to do this and I was so nervous. You know, I was shaking. <laughs> I, I, I completely understand what you're saying <laughs> because I went through a similar experience, not in Italy, um, but yeah, in the UK. Um, and I was 16 at the time and all my friends that I had until I was uh -huh. 16 have been with me since like not first grade but almost first grade so I had the same group of friends like forever and then I, I went alone and it was just like you like I had to start talking to people and make friends otherwise I would spend two weeks mm -hmm. that could be incredible I would spend it like completely alone and miserable so I just started like approaching people in the cafeteria like hi <laughs> I'm Curly and I'm from Portugal do you want to be my friend and I was so nervous like the first few tries I was like yeah they seem way too cool for me I'm not gonna approach them but like after five or six people 
I had a group of friends and and it wasn't this the best thing that you have ever was, done. It was. It was. We're still connected to each other. Like we don't talk every day, but we always mm. say this to each other. We may not talk to each other every day, but the connection was so strong because we were yeah. fo- all of us were forced to go to get out of our comfort zone and start talking. Mm-hmm. that now we have like a stronger connection and I think that's like incredible but exactly I think what we're talking about is everything goes hand on hand like you're scared yeah. of rejection because you're too comfort and your comfort zone which is very adaptable when you leave it just becomes bigger like it's amazing it's great it's huge you don't know how big your comfort zone is until you just step out you know yeah but once you do and it's the same thing with rejection just try it don't self-reject yourself don't be the one telling yourself that no. you can you can get yeah. to that place that you can do those things no just try it. just go with your head against the wall try everything you know like i've seen these people which i think are amazing and you know i reach out to a lot of people you do i do like <laughs> every week i send out message to like a hundred people not exaggerating like around that and of those a hundred maybe like 10 like ah. and out of those 100 maybe 10 reply you know yeah but those 10 are the ones who matter are the ones who i talk to which i connect to and then i find people amazing and sometimes they did amazing things sure but not because they are super intelligent no they just step out of their boundaries and they were like i want to get here i'm gonna get here and they found a way to get there so don't be the one telling yourself you can't do things you know I mean, um, I, ha- I kind of like you, but I don't send out messages because then again, we're lazy and it's me. I don't send out messages, but like I've been trying to reach out to my community where I live and I've been living there for four years mm-hmm. and on the fourth year, I decided, yeah, I'm going to meet people here because um, I didn't know anyone there and now I'm like finding incredible people and at first I was really, I was so afraid of like, yeah, they seem again. They seem way too cool for me. They're not my vibe. They're they're totally going to think to think that I'm a creep. But now I I have like a strong and amazing group of women um, that I connect to like every week, and they're called Ocean Sisters, by the way. They're incredible. <laughs> um, and I have like a yoga teacher that wants to drink beers in me, and I think that's incredible. Like I think that's super cool. I think it's the point where you you understand your struggles. What what you don't have and you'd like to have in your case a community yeah for me a community of the or the job or the friends yeah, or we're talking about like specific examples but it can it be can, anything it can be anything it's, it's completely anything. transversal to like a love relationship yeah. a friendship relationship your career traveling meeting people it's wherever you want it's it applies to everything i think i think my motto is like Okay, I have a lot of motives, but for this case specifically it would be <laughs> <laughs> we would like don't self reject yourself and live like anything is possible. Like anything and everything would be possible. And then act accordingly. Like wake up and think you already have the job. You already have the community. You're yeah. already happy. And then it's not like fake it until you make it. <clears throat> Plain the way it is. And then just live accordingly and things just happen. And you attract things. So that's, think, your, that's your mojo for today's episode. Yeah, I think that's how I would like to just live it. My yeah. advice. What about you? Um, I don't know. I think my advice is... This is my mojo, sorry, for everything in my life, which is I want to try everything and once I try it, I get an an opinion, an actual opinion. Um, So yeah, I think that my opinion is that try and get the rejection, try and get out of your comfort zone. If that's not for you at all, try it again, I guess. Just try it again until you got it. Because you can't run away from it. It's your life. 
after yeah, all. Who's gonna design if it's not you? And even if you don't want to get out of your comfort zone now, like maybe in one year or two, you're forced to get out of your comfort exactly. zone in other areas of your life. So I think my advice is try it for yourself before life catches up to you. <laughs> I don't think this is very wise. But... Design your own life and live accordingly. <laughs> yeah. And live as you would like to live. Like you, you are the main character of your life and this is how I live. And just draw the life you would like to live. Yeah, just live That's the main it. character's life. Yeah. Like Wake anything up is with possible. Some song and... Don't say you can't, because you probably can. Just design it, just define it, and live accordingly. Just strive for it. Yeah. Oh, I think is this is it. it? Oh, high five, let's go. Whoa. <laughs> okay, so thank you so much for listening. And come back for the second episode of Gen Z Wise. Gen Z Wise, the safest place online to break taboos and get answers to our generation's biggest struggles.